there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens. But trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily Podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is He Said, Ella Dijo with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez. Hello. Hola, señorito. ¿Cómo está? Bien, bien, muy bien. I'm so excited. Man. Hoy tenemos esto, mira. Parapapam. 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 Ba-da-ba-bum, ba-da-ba-bum. Who good. do we I'm have? Glad, I'm glad you got that down. I thought you were going to mess <laughs> that up. Who do we have today? Luis Guzman, star, one of the stars of the new show Wednesday on Netflix. It's coming out soon. Plain Gomez. Plain Gomez. But I mean, legendary Luis Guzman, Guzman has played everything. Every Bain movie everything. that you love. Narcos, He's Shameless, oh, you name Carlitos it. Carlitos Way, Family Carlitos Business, Way. Code Black, everything. Uh, everything, everything. Everything. Can't wait. Let's bring him in. Hello. Good morning. Where are you, Luis? Um, I'm in an undisclosed location. Okay. But, but the IRS keeps looking for me. And oh, I God. Keep telling them <laughs> It's not me. No, um, I'm in Vermont, which is where, which is where uh, I, we just learned um, that you live, right? You, you. How long have you been living in Vermont? 
Oh man, I've been living in Vermont. I moved up here permanently in 1995. I uh, I have four children that I adopted. I have one of my own. And I didn't want to raise them in an apartment, so I bought a farm. So when they had a tantrum, I just opened the door and said, you got 100 acres to walk walk it off. Come back when you're done. Wow. That's great. Let me, I, I had no idea that out of your five kids, four were adopted. What What was the reason? Like, you always wanted to adopt kids? Or... Well, you know, um, first of all, I was a social worker okay. before I got into acting. So I was working with teenagers. Um, and uh, quite sadly, I lost my first son at childbirth. And... Um, mm. You know, and uh, we had already been in the process of adopting. So, uh, you know, Sami came and then Yemaya came and then we had Luna and then we ended up adopting also Margarita and Yoruba. So, you know, it was an opportunity to have a family. And oh, you got and, them all as, as babies or different ages? No, I got them all when they were two weeks old. Oh, um, wow. And they, yeah, they, they, this... Um, thing called the surrender unit mm-hmm. in new york and what the, what the surrender unit is a, a woman gives birth to a child and she turns the child over to the ward of the state exactly wow and are are all of them or, or any of them different nationalities or is 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 everyone puerto rican is everyone not like what are the nationalities the background uh, semi is semi my oldest is mexican and salvadoreño uh, Yemaya is um, uh, she's Afro American and Jewish, and my twins are Afro American, and my biological daughter Luna is Puerto Rican. Oh my that god, I love it! So That's awesome, incredible family right there. I love it. I love it. I want to see them. Yeah, we almost went down the road of of adoption at one point. We talked about adoption. And we, I would do it in a heartbeat. We struggled <laughs> struggled through pregnancy many yes. many times. Many in vitro's uh, failed, lost one. And uh, yeah, we almost went down that path as well. Yeah, big big family. We'd be moving to Vermont with you. We would need that space. <laughs> yeah, man, por favor, I, I need more Boricuas up here. Please. Listen, do you understand how excited I am, um, Luis, to have you on the show? Ay, as, oui. I know, but I don't know, man. Yo soy la puertorriqueña aquí. I'm, I'm a you fan. Know, it's, a, it's a different thing for but, me. But I'm a fan. I like know you are. Fan. People are going to give you a minute in a second. <laughs> okay. Aguanta. Aguanta, que me toca a mí. Anyway, porque sabes que como puertorriqueña, you know, I'm, I'm Puerto Rican like you, like to us, and especially people in the business like me, you know, that grew up with this dream to, to move to the States and, and make it. Luis Guzmán is, es como una, una leyenda viviente, es sinónimo de the work hard and 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 you're incredible so i'm so proud to be right in, in front of you and interviewing you this is amazing for me Miha, i have admired you Aww. forever interesting me that we've been in the same a few times but we just never met you I know, know, and, um, I, know. I just i just i just you know but it's okay we still got we still got a lot to go here in this life so please i want to work with you Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> you just worked with a good I'm friend of ours. You just worked with a Maori in Alaska. Yeah, that's my, that's my, este, uh, he hopes to become my domino partner. Oh. But he got to be a good trash talker porque si no, que no se evita. <laughs> que no va. <laughs> I love it. So the, your career, how many, you started acting at what age, Luis? 
Man, I think I, well, you know, I used to do street theater okay. on the Lower East Side of New York City. And for me, it was just a hobby. Okay. Because I had, you know, um, uh, I knew people like Miguel Piñero, Miguel Algarín, mm-hmm. people from the New York Rican Poets Cafe. So um, I swung in there and they would put me in a play and stuff. But it was a hobby. It wasn't a dream of mine, you know. And then after that, like one of my friends wrote something said, can you play these eight roles for me? Mm. Okay. You know, so it was like street theater and stuff. And um, I did a couple of independent films, you know, but again, they were just favorites. It was a hobby. And then I started working as a social worker. And so I hadn't done anything for like, I don't know, wow, over 10 years, maybe. And uh, one day I went out looking for a couple of kids that didn't show up to my program. And I ran into Miguel Piñero, and I hadn't seen Miguel in a few years. He told me he was writing for a TV show. They were going to come to New York. Mm-hmm. They were going to be looking for people. I went in, auditioned. I had no clue what I was doing. Three weeks later, I get a phone call from a guy named Richard Say, hey, I would like to represent you. Oh my God. I represent Miguel. And you just booked a co-starring role in the season premiere of Miami Vice. <laughs> Okay. Mija, I had no clue <laughs> what I was doing. All I wanted, Mira, this is true. All I wanted to get out of it was to make enough money so I could buy me a used car wow. so I could drive to the beach on the weekends and not have to take the train or the bus. Wow. I got the car. Mi compadre totaled it the next day. No! <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God! Oh wow! But yeah, you kept yeah. working, no problem. So you got yourself many cars after that. So it is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. But at the, you know, I mean, I still went back to being a social worker because that was my passion. Okay. Of helping, of helping young people to help themselves. So I would get all these little bit parts and stuff like that. But the way I was looking at it, I was still looking at it as a hobby, mm. you know, and as a way to subsidize my salary as a social worker because I didn't under I didn't understand the entertainment industry. I didn't, you know, some you know, when I started working, one of my one of my buddies goes, you know, less than one percent of actors make a living. Yeah. So I said, oh wow. no, no, I gotta hang on to my nine to five. Mm-hmm. But you know, I was very fortunate, man, because I I uh I started doing all these movies and unknown to me was that they were really good quality movies, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was working with really good actors and and meeting great directors and stuff like that. And I ended up doing a movie called Family Business. And okay. Sidney Lamette was mm-hmm. directing that. And I love Sidney Lamette. He's like an actor's director. Yeah. And I just had one scene in that movie. And um and the scene was with Dustin Hoffman. <sighs> And then they, you know, I was like, I was like pinching myself. I said, I can't believe I'm doing this. That's amazing. You know, and it worked out. And Sidney came to me and he said, listen, give my secretary uh, uh, your number. I'm going to be doing another movie in the spring. And I like you in it. So I said, oh, great. I go from working one day to maybe working three days, you know. <laughs> Next thing, you know, because that's how it was, yeah. you know. And, um, but, you know, initially... I was playing, I was playing a killer, 
a gypsy cab driver, you know, uh, bad guy number 92, you know, thug number 72, <laughs> you know, thug 32, uh, the guy uh, 17. So, I, you know, it, it was it was like, it was like, okay, we're getting someplace here, uh, yeah. you know? And like I said, then I started just getting these roles. Then I did a movie called Crocodile Dundee 2, uh-huh. you know? And uh, they took me to Australia. I was damn homesick for three months. Again, what was I doing, right? But it was a, it was a great experience. And and like I said, I ended up soon after that doing a movie called Calito's Way. Yeah. Okay. Is that the one that you think that changed everything? Yeah. I mean, everything that you did, you were so blessed since the very, very beginning. Like you're saying, you were working with quality actors, quality directors and writers. So you were placed at the right, you know, at the right thing. But my question is, is there one, like for, for me, you know, I've been doing this for almost uh, 30 years and people tell me, which is the, the project that you think changed everything for you? And I did many things before Rush Hour 2, but I always said, you know what? I think Rush Hour 2 was the X factor for me. Like, do you have one that you go like, you know what? That was the before and after. I think, I think, I think it was definitely Carlitos. Carlitos, way. okay. Because yeah. everybody loved the gangster, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, um, and that they playing that part of Pachanga, mm. you know, to this day, people think that's my real name, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I got to yeah. correct them, you know? Pero este, but in a funny way, in a funny way, a movie that brought me so much notoriety that I was not in, okay, was a movie called Ghosts. They confused me with Rick Aviles as the guy that killed Patrick Swayze. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. I wanna I wanna tell you I got just last week I'm at I'm at like a garment store with my daughter and she's looking for fabric. So you know we're at the checkout and this lady goes, Oh my God, I think I watched your I watched your movie four times last week. And I go, Oh thank you. I said, but why did you do that to Patrick Swayze? And I go, Oh my <laughs> And that's been going on for years since that movie came out. Everybody thinks it's you. Bro, bro, if I got a nickel for every person that has said that, I will own Disneyland. Yeah, yeah. It'd be great back end of the movie. Listen, do you ever correct oh, do you ever correct wow. them at all? Or do you ever say, you know, actually, no, my apologies, it's uh, not me, or you just say thank you and keep walking? <laughs> no, funny you should say I, I was in Detroit changing planes one time and um there was like this 90-year-old lady and she came up to me and she goes, oh my God, I can't believe you're here. Like 90 years old. I mean, she, she must have been a movie buff, buff. And she goes, oh my God, I love you in Ghost. And I felt, I felt so, I felt so bad, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I, I said, I said, ma'am, I'm sorry. I was not that guy that was a guy named Rick Aviles. So, you know, I took the time to explain it to her. And then she goes, so what else have my, my, have my, my, I have seen you in, and I go, um, you ever seen The Count of Monte Cristo? And she goes, oh my God, that's my favorite movie all time. And I said, well, I was Jacopo. And she looked at me and said, you are not Jacopo. <laughs> so to the one person in the world that I tried to explain, <laughs> then after that, it was like, so now I just say, thank you very much. Of course. Yeah, yeah, Appreciate yeah. It. Of course. What was it working like with Whoopi? Great, <laughs> you know. Can I and tell then, you? And then, like, uh-huh. and then for for a long time, I was like, 
you're that actor guy, right? What's oh my god, what's your name? Yeah, that happens. And I would like literally say something like Marlon Brando. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and, and and they will go, that's right. Oh, oh, my, god. God. <laughs> oh my god. That's the worst. Yeah. When, when people say, Oh my god, I know you from so what what have you done? It's like, oh man, I, I, I gotta sit here explain to you what I've I done know. that you don't know no, me. No, listen, is it your face? I feel like I know you. No, mira, sometimes, yeah, I get, how do I know you? I don't know, man. Did you used to go to that club, 1018? Oh, no. Yeah. Maybe we danced Yeah. Mira, yeah, I'm going to tell you. Maybe we had a moment together. <laughs> I don't know. You know what happened? I think I maybe have said this story before in the, in the podcast. I'm a huge uh, boxing fan. I was in Vegas, this um, big event, and I remember leaving the stadium to go to my hotel room for a second at the MGM, and I'm walking around. Everybody says, you, you, wanna, you wanna go by yourself? Yeah, I'm fine, I'm fine. I'm just gonna go real fast and come back. And I'm walking and I get this, like maybe 20 something girls. And they see me and they're like, ah! But I'm talking, screaming, going, oh my God, we love your music, we love your song. And I had an album years back and I'm looking at them going, is, I don't know if they're talking about me, but I'm going, oh, that's so sweet, thank you so much. Can we have a picture, please? Can we have a picture? But I'm talking about like, like fans, right? So I'm taking pictures with them. They're a little tipsy, you know, a little annoying, but lovely. And then they go, we just love it. And then they start singing this song from Nicole. Pussycat the Dolls. Pussycat Dolls. Nicole, what is her name? Scherzinger. Nicole Scherzinger, you know, <laughs> that a lot of people think that we look, look similar. They start singing this song and expecting for me to start singing with them. I, that's when I realized, oh my God, it's the, it's not me. They're, they're confusing me. I was so embarrassed. Yo no sabía que hacer. Me da una pena decirle. Oye, you know, <laughs> did you know the song though? I did, but I said, oh my God, you're so cute. Thank you. <laughs> y me fui corriendo. I was like, I'm out of here. Oh my God, to this day, I'm embarrassed because they're, they're going to look at the oh, picture yeah. going, some, one it? of them is going to be like, girls, this is freaking, this is not Nicole. Oh my God. Anyways. So, yeah, <laughs> I've had people come, George Lopez, right? Thank you. <laughs> we all look you the same. See, you know, <laughs> I stop. I stop explaining it. It's like, call me Gumby, yeah. call me whoever. I'm okay. I'm okay. Take care. Have a beautiful day. You know? Oh my god! Oh, that's, yeah, that's amazing. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together and that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me sharing memories, and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. 
something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. You know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core... What I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math and Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. You know, I'm looking at you. Know, you've worked with a ton of powerhouse filmmakers. Um, what would be like your top? I mean, I can't pick one, but like maybe top two or three that just you learned so much from. You were kind of starstruck yourself working with them. I know you're doing Wednesday right now, and Tim Burton's involved. I mean, you got a lot of big people. Is there one or two that jump out at you like, oh, my God, you couldn't believe you were working with them? Well, Sidney Lament for one. For one, yeah. I mean, Sidney yep. Lament was, you know, um, you know before before he became a, a no-name in Hollywood, definitely Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh, yeah. You know, at the Steve Soderbergh, Soderbergh, you know, yep. at the... Um, I gotta, and I gotta say, just recently working with uh, with Tim Burton, man, you know, yeah. like, oh wow, you Legend. know, and that, uh, um, and that, but but you know, I also got to give credit to a guy named uh, Carlito Ruiz, who 
I did a movie in Puerto Rico called Mal de Amores. Mal de Amores. Oh, Carlitos. Me, like, sí, 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 Carlitos Ruiz. Yeah, claro, claro. Like one of the finest movies oh. to come out of Puerto Rico. And yes. also just show so much about culture, you know? Yeah. And our costumbres. But, um, you know, I mean, Brian, listen, I, I, I can't tell you two or five, you know. Yeah. Brian, There's been so many. Brian, yeah. Brian, Brian De Palma. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Your you list know, is huge. Uh, you know, just so many, you know, like, like I said, I've been, I've been really, really blessed with the quality of, of, of films and TV that I have done, you know, because at the, you know, I end up with that really good material and stuff like that. And I just take it and I, you know, I, like I said, I tell people, Mira, I show up with a blank canvas. Mm. And then I go put my stroke on it, and then I leave. You know, claro. um, you know. Pero este, it, I'm just really thankful because, like I said, I never expected for like this moment. You mm. know, right? You know, I just I was just a kid from the Lower East Side, being a social worker. You know, raising raising a family, and this fell into my lap, and it's been a blessing. I mean, you know, it's it's like there's always an upside, but there's always a downside, you know, mm -hmm. to being successful. Um, if I may talk about it, you know, of course, it, uh, you know, cause like, you know, Luis Guzman and now people know my name, mm -hmm. which is, which is pretty awesome. And sometimes it's like, oh man, I wish they didn't. Right. But anyway, um, the downside for me was sometimes just being an absentee father. Cause I love my kids. You know, I would travel with five kids by myself and take them with me to work. Wow. And they knew the drill and everything. You know, sometimes my mom or or somebody in the family would travel with me. But there were moments that, man, they couldn't travel. So, you know, when you missed a birthday, a play, a soccer game, a basketball game, you know, and it got to the point when they were young adults, that I asked them, that I sat down with each of them and say, tell me, tell me, vent to me. Because as a man, as a father, you know, sometimes you miss out. But you want to hear what, what they, you know, so yeah, you know, my daughter would say, Papi, you know, I, I hated it when you missed my birthday or when I did this play and stuff like that. And I needed to hear that because I came to the realization that I wanted to make up for it. You know, time had passed, you know, but time's not over. So I pick up from here and I go from here, you know, um, because like I said, there's nothing wrong with being successful. But again, we I got I realized for myself anyway, that it does have its ups and downs. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you got to be willing to learn and your kids will teach you. You know, you got to look into the eyes. You got to look into into their soul, you know, because like I said, my God, I could walk anywhere and everybody knows me and stuff like that. But, you know, and I'm proud of that. Don't get me wrong. You know, mm -hmm. I, I've, I've, I've earned that. I've earned that, you know. Pero este, you know, like I said, I, uh, I did miss out on being a dad from time to time. But uh, I'm in a good place with it right now with all of them. And. I'm making up for it. Yeah, bueno. Yeah. You know, I hear you, and I understand. We we understand you like crazy. We're both actors, and 
It's interesting. I'm, I got this. I'm sure you know I'm doing this show, Fantasy Island, which is such an incredible blessing, and I love every second of it. And and it shoots in Puerto Rico, which is even bigger for me because I'm back home and I have my parents over there and my brothers. I have it's, it's home for me, mi casa. Pero estoy lejos for my kids, you know, because they're at school. So I leave for four months out of the year to be in Puerto Rico. This last second, this second season that we just did, I saw my kids two weeks in four months. And they're 10 and four. And yeah, as much as I love it and I am celebrating life, I me pongo de rodillas, Papa Dios, thank you so much for this opportunity. And number one on a call sheet is my show. You know, I'm so proud of it. Um, but I just go, mi niña me va a pasar factura algún día, you know, because there's a lot of yeah. stuff that, I, that I'm missing. And I, it, it's something that I think about every single day and I have conversations with her and she's tough, she's tough. And a lot of her toughness and a lot of her behavior towards me, a lot of, a lot of times I wonder if, if it is, if it's coming from that place of where you're not here, you know? So it's, it's yeah, really, it's intense. Yeah, it's intense. It's been a big part of it because most of the time for our kids upbringing, I've been the one that's been fortunate to work in LA. You know, I've been on a show for five seasons now in Los Angeles, which is an anomaly. And the fact that I can be here, she takes the brunt of it from the kids because they do. Like it, it, like you said, you got to have that sit down, which you're trying to do, but you talk to them, you learn from them. But yeah, you realize it, it affects them and they express it in very different ways. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's one, of the, one of the sacrifices for sure of this business. Yeah. So we, we hear you 100%. And you know what? And I, I appreciate having this conversation like this because a lot of people just just see us for who we are mm -hmm. but you know here we are providing an insight yeah as parents mm -hmm. you know yeah and listen even navigating like you say you go out people know you it's interesting because with my daughter there's times that if I, we're out and we get recognized and people ask for a picture she acts like it doesn't bother her and it's okay sometimes she laughs about it and she tries to be silly but sometimes it's severely annoying to her just like, why every time we go out, yeah. somebody has to ask for like a picture. And you're like, oh my God, I don't want this girl to grow up thinking, am I enough? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not my mom. Like, I don't even know what she's thinking. So we're constantly trying to do damage control and, and teaching her, you know what, this, it is, it's okay, mom. It is what it is. This is what I do for a living. You're so privileged that mom and dad can do this because por eso baja la escuela que vas. You know what I mean? Like we try to constantly let her know this is a good thing. This is a good thing. And I, I so much appreciate that people are so kind to us at a restaurant. You know, it's a good thing, Seb. Yeah. You know, like, pero it's, it's, a, it's a whole negotiation song and dance every single day. No, listen, you know? let me tell you, I've had moments that somebody asks me for a picture and I say yes. And they all start walking away from me, my kids. Wow. And it's like, oh, that, okay, uh, can't do that, gotta go. Yeah. You know, but I have to respect that they want me. They want to spend time with Bobby, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so I have to be very polite, very cordial to say, hey, it's my family time right now. So, but I appreciate the acknowledgement and I gotta move, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, because it's just important. It's really, really important to to have that because one day when they're old enough, you're going to have that conversation, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So, but anyway, let's go back, get back on track. Dale. All this stuff. Enough, enough parenting. Uh, enough parenting. Tell us, I, want, the, okay. I wanted to ask you, so, I'm sorry por la ignorancia, pero en TV, you've done a lot of TV, but have you... Have you been a part of like a like a five year season type of thing, or you're always doing movies and and you you haven't had time to actually commit to being a serious regular on a show? No, I I've done a few shows. Um, 
I did a show called uh, How to Make It in America for HBO. Oh. We, we ran two seasons. Okay. I did another show called uh, Cold Black for CBS. Oh, that's oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, correcto. I forgot. That, that, that ran for three seasons, you know. Um, and do you like it? Do you like doing TV, like network TV and committing to the possibility of all these seasons? Do you do you think it's, it's I mean, financially it's fantastic, well, well, but do you like it? Well, you know what? As long, I mean, with me, it's always about the material. It's about the quality of what I want to do. Mm -hmm. You know, when, when I did How to Make It in America, Mark Wahlberg called me up, said, hey, would you do this? So I said, yeah, send it to me, let me read it. And it was just like one scene and it was like three lines. And I called him, Mark, I know this. You know, I'm, this is not significant. What, what do I do here? Yeah. But, but he but he said, don't worry about it. We're going to rewrite. You do it. We're going to rewrite it. So they, sure enough, they rewrote it. You know, we did a few more scenes. And then he said, don't worry, probably we're going to take care of you. And you know what? He stood to his word, you know. And I love doing the show, you know, because it was about It was about New York. It was all about the hustle. Mm -hmm. You know, it was about the relationships, you know. It was about the failures. It was about getting up, you know. And then I did, then I did um, Cold Black. And it was so funny because I had just finished shooting a movie. And I, I was on my way to the airport in L.A. And my manager, my agent, they called me up. Yo, you can't leave L.A., man. You know, that this pilot. They want you, baba, and so they explained it to me. I said, "Boy, I haven't even read the script. I'm on my way to the airport." And then I asked them, "Where does the shoot?" They go, "L.A." And I go, "L.A." Nah, bro, I'm going home. Yeah, <laughs> I hung up the phone. Uh -huh. They call me back. They said, "No, Luke, please just stop, stop, stop. You know, pull over. We just sent you the script. Open it up on your laptop. Read it." So I started reading it. I said, oh, oh, mm. this is really super cool. Okay. You know? Um, on Cold Black, I got to play this character named Jesse, who was the senior trauma nurse, who went by the name of, of Mama, mm. you know? And I read it. I fell in love with it. I go, I'll do it, you know? But that part took me back to my days of, being a social worker because mm. you know as a senior trauma nurse not only are you caring about patients but you're also caring about your staff mm. you know you're a leader you know and so and i learned so much let me tell you i spend days at uh at, at the big hospital at county hospital mm. in the trauma center wow you know and i man listen i saw I saw people get their lives saved. I saw people expire in front of me. Mm. I saw them bring back, you know, I saw the whole, but more than anything, I I saw how well those nurses and those doctors work together as a team. You know? And that, and, and like, I was, I was vested. I was in. And so I spent three years on that show and, I would have spent another three years on that mm. show because I cared so much, you know. Um, man, I cried on that show. Oh. You know, it, uh, you know, I had my battles on that show, but it was something that I looked forward to every day. And you know what the hardest part was? Not even the acting. It was about being on your feet for 12 hours a day. Mm -hmm. mm. 
on your feet. Claro. You know, because you're working, a, you know, those nurses that and doctors that work the real trauma center, they're on their feet mm. all day. So, like, wearing proper shoes became a big thing, mm-hmm. you know. And that, that, but I learned a lot, you know. I learned so much, and I was so really proud of that show. You know, I mean, um, you know, sometimes, like, now I'll do maybe a guest spot on the show, but it really has to be good, you know. Mm-hmm. It has to be really super cool yeah, yeah. and stuff. Um, I do a lot of movies, you know. I mean, we're in September. I think I already done like 11 projects this year. This year? Wow. You know? Oh my God. It's insane. Yeah. Oh my God. Que bueno. Que bueno. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for. Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey everyone, it's Wilmer Valderrama. And when reflecting on what matters most, I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tudor Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tudor shows wherever you get your podcast. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it. And I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest 
to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. They lured you in to uh, Wednesday on Netflix. You're all in. That's an eight-episode series, right? Yeah, it's eight-episode series. Um, so I was in in Cardiff, Wales last year in August when I got a phone call. And it was like, Tim Burton wants to talk to you. And I go, <laughs> who? Tim, Tim Burton. And I go, oh. Oh, okay. So uh, we did a we did a Zoom meeting, mm-hmm. and uh, you guys said okay. We missed the okay. Um, we did a Zoom meeting, and he said, "Yeah, I'm working on this show, and it's called Wednesday. It's about Wednesday Adams, the Adams family." And I'm like, "Oh, okay, yeah." So and what? And he goes, "Would you be my Gomez?" And I go, "Gomez." <laughs> And you got to understand, man, it's like I've been doing this for a long time, you know, and for me, I was absolutely blown away. I was I, I grew up watching the Adams family. Mm-hmm. It was like one of my favorite shows to watch when I was a kid, when I was, you know, and then to see when I saw the movie and Ralph Julia, mm-hmm. you know, and I was like, wow, you know. Because I love Raul, mm. you know. He was one of the most beautiful people I have ever known in my entire life. Yeah. He was such a warm, you know, he was he was like, he was like, if I were to ever have a brother or a dad like that, I would have been, you know, um, I got to be careful because my brother and my father. But anyway, <laughs> but, uh, but anyway, I, I said, yeah, absolutely, you know, and 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 so when I started telling some of my friends and people started finding out, you know, I guess the biggest thing, oh, you got big shoes to fill. How oh, how can you, you know, are you good enough to be Gomez and and stuff like that? And 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 it's like, listen, you know what? I could never duplicate what those guys did. Mm-hmm. I would never try to duplicate what the what they did, you know, because like I said, I'm showing up with a, a blank canvas. I understand what the role is, you know? 
If if people ask me, what can you tell me about Gomez? Gomez is all about love. Mm. Gomez is all about the passion. You know, these are things that I know that I feel. You know, he loves his wife. He loves his daughter, his son. You know, and he shows it. You know, it kind of it kind of just comes out of him. It's not something I have to make up. I know love. I know passion. You know, but then you put on the suit. You put on the wig. It's the character. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And that they, it was a it was an honor for me, and more so because I don't know if you know this, Rosalind, but I got the first Raúl Julia Award in Puerto Rico. Oh, wow. I was like the first recipient. I was, you know, and like it's like paying homage. I I can almost cry right now oh. because. Because, um, you know, you really do come full circle, mm-hmm. you know, and, even you know, and, and again, you know, I got, I got to work with uh, this young girl, Jenna Ortega, who is muy buena. a power yeah, muy buena. of a woman, yeah, muy buena. power woman, mm-hmm. I respect, I res- you know, I, I say kid, I could say kid, mm-hmm. but I respect that woman so much because, man, as a young woman, she wouldn't settle for less. Wow. You know, she goes, I gotta do another one. I know no, that didn't feel right. No, you know, and 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 she honored mm-hmm. the work, you know, and then working with Catherine Zeta Jones, you know, we did a movie together called Traffic. Yeah. Well, I, I haven't seen Catherine since then, but you know, just being able to work with her in that capacity of like she's my martician. And I'm her goal, man. And 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 it was a beautiful chemistry, but man, I she taught me a lot. You know, she taught you know, because I'm always open to that. I'm always open to learning. I'm not the guy that shows up and says, I know it all. Nobody has to tell me it. No, no, mm-hmm. no, 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 Listen, I'm 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 I still got a lot of room left in this bunch to take in knowledge, to learn things, you know, because that's how I flow. That's how I want to be. Yeah. So, um, and then, you know, what can I say, man? Working with Tim Burton, he was the coolest dude, man. So down to earth. But I didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. You know, you see all the, I, I've seen all his movies. You know, so I said, this guy tiene que, que tell. Lo, you know, loquito, loquito. <laughs> loquito, morado. Yeah. You know, but he was, he was so. So down to earth, such a cool dude. Man, we would have four or five hour dinners, just him and wow. I. Wow. You know? And and just talking, you know, just talking, having conversations about the world. Yeah, we would talk a little bit about the movies and stuff like that. But you know, you know, to have the opportunity to be in the same space mm. with that cat, I would observe, I would watch mm-hmm. him and say, you know, because I don't know if you've seen the trailer to it. But my God, it looks magical. Magic. It looks like, I know. Magic. you know, so yeah, I mean, you know, and, um, and listen, man, I'm, I'm proud. I'm honored to play that role, to represent my people, you know, to represent dreamers, you know, mm-hmm. um, it, it's, it's just a beautiful thing. And, uh, like I said, I'm, I, uh, I pinch myself every day. 
Qué bueno. Yeah, we you can't, we can't we, wait for uh, that. We are so proud of you. Absolutely. And Ivenaka, what does it mean to you when you go to Puerto Rico? Because um, I know you love there. How many times, like you try to go like at least once a year? How often are you on PR? Um, normally, I will go twice a year. But, uh, you know, like this whole pandemic stuff mm -hmm. really screwed it up. You know, Maria screwed it up. Claro. You know, um, I did go this past spring. Finally, okay. You know, I'm not. I'll be honest with you. You know, because my family, I have family in Puerto Rico. They look out for me, and every time I wanted to go, no venga. You know, because primo, primo, primo got COVID. No venga. Oh. La, la otra, don't come because your brother and sister-in-law. You know, so you know. And then finally, finally, it was like puñeta, like el pasaje y para That's it. And I went, and I had a time, man. Yeah. I miss my island, man. You know, I miss... Yo nací en Calle. En Caserío Viejo. Se iba a preguntar, ¿dónde tu familia es de Calle, entonces? Okay. Yo nací en Calle, en el Caserío Viejo. My mom used to send me to Puerto Rico every summer. That was nothing but fights for two weeks because, you know, quote, unquote, you're the New York You're the New York But I Yo nací aquí, en este Caserío. <laughs> you know? So I had to fight my way for two weeks and then went oh, okay, that, that cool. You know, my first job in Puerto Rico as a kid, uh -huh. I worked at like a beer, you know? So we would get the loser. So we'd get a machete, you know, chop off the guy's head <laughs> and that sucker would run around for like two minutes off the adrenaline. <laughs> and then one guy would get it, we pluck it, clean it out. Give it to the owner, que estaba en lágrima, because his guy died. Uh -huh. Well, first his guy lost, then he died. Now he's taking him home para una sopa. <laughs> I don't know how you can do that. I don't know how you can do that. Oh you know? but, but man, you know, listen, I love going to Puerto Rico. I love representing our island, our people. You know, at the, I am outspoken, you know. Um, about some of the issues that go on there, mm -hmm. you know, because mm -hmm. because I always want to see goodness and good things for our people and for our island, and you know, I just get tired of hearing of all this corruption and stuff. Listen, we send a plane when Maria hit. We send we send the plane full of supplies, and they landed in San Juan, and nobody ever to this day. Nobody knows what happened to that. Really? Stuff. Oh, uh, my God. Okay. Oh my and so God. then, and so then we flipped it because I have people in Aguadilla and I have people that work at the airport in Aguadilla mm -hmm. and I had a relationship with. Man, we send in a plane. They had the tail number. The pilots had the phone numbers to the people on the ground and said, okay, this is, this is, this plane coming in, mm -hmm. where do you want us? My people on the ground say, okay, boom, boom, we're going to this hangar. That plane went in there. Everything got unloaded. We know where everything went. I had a lot of my friends in Hollywood donate stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, one of my friends donated like a dozen uh, walkie-talkies that, that work with the satellites. Yeah. You know, and we distributed them, you know. We went to women's shelters first, to children's shelters, to senior shelters, you know, 
and then we took care of everybody else, you know. But we took care of the people in need the most. I mean, it wasn't a lot, but it was something. Yeah, that's you know? beautiful. And, and we stood away, you know, and, that, and then there was people that were trying to come in to say, no, 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 we got to check that stuff out. And my people, that, you don't no, have to check anything. Out. Exactly. Yeah. You don't have to check. <laughs> what we, you? Got uh-huh. we got it. We got it, you know. And, and, and that's, that's one thing about Puerto Rico that, that for me is a big turnoff because if you're not from this partido, that partido, you're not going to get, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, yo guys, you're serving humanity. At least that's what you should be doing, mm-hmm. you know? So este, listen, man, I, I, uh, when Padilla was governor, I was invited to the governor's mansion. Yeah, in, a Fortaleza. Yeah, a Fortaleza. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we go and, and my guy, you're going to see him for 10 minutes. He just took 10 minutes. Girl, we were there like three hours <laughs> drinking medallas. Sí, Garcia. Talking. Alejandro Garcia is super cool. And, muy nice. and, then, and then his like press secretary said, dude, this never happens. Mm. You know, I said, porque yo soy una, you know, listen, I'm down to earth. Claro. Man. I'm not, it's not about, it's not about me, you know, because he asked me what I want to drink. I said, papá, aquí hay medallas. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and we were drinking medallas. I met the family. Yeah, they're you know, lovely. It was, it was wonderful. We had great times and stuff Has like conocido that, a, a Aníbal. Acevedo Vila. Aníbal Acevedo Vila, the other governor we had before Padilla. You know Aníbal, Aníbal Acevedo Vila. He was governor many, many years back. The, se tiró ahora para comisionado residente, pero no ganó esto. I'm sure you know Aníbal. Chiquitito, el gobernador de Puerto Rico, del Partido Popular. I don't know. I'm sure I, I can guarantee you. I promise you, you know him. Parece que no te acuerdas del nombre, but I promise you, you know him. I, I probably do. <laughs> well, Mia, I don't have to tell you. We meet so many people. I know, you know? I know. We meet so many people and it's like, oh my God, you know, and it's like, I can't tell you how many, tú no, tú no te recuerdas de mí. <laughs> and I'm like, oh man. The you're, 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 you're the guy from Ghost. <laughs> Yo, I'm going to tell you the funniest story that has ever happened, okay? I'm at the uh, Chateau Mama in, in LA, uh-huh. right? And, uh, It was the it was the weekend of the Grammys, so my friend says, "Yo, let's go have a drink at the garden." So there's all these rockers there, you know, and there's like seven of us sitting at our table. We're just chilling, you know. Después sale esta rubia and she starts walking across and she stops and she to the top of her lungs. Oh my God, I cannot believe it! And we're like looking around. And then she goes, it's Luis Guzman. And I go, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And so she starts walking toward our table. And I'm like, oh, no, man, she looks familiar. Like, my brain is like, who is this? Who is this? So she gets to our table and says, oh, my God, I can't believe it's you. I always wanted to meet you. I want to be in Boogie Nights with you, you know, and all this and all that. And all she, she stops and she goes, you don't know who I am, do you? <laughs> and so one of my buddies distracted her for, like, Um, a millisecond uh-huh. and I go oh, who's that is that that's Courtney Love and I go Courtney uh, up, Courtney bro? what are you doing what are you doing come on Courtney how you gonna say I don't know it's you oh, I know God. I mean it's just it's just like 
It's just like my brain just couldn't put it. But uh, but uh, like they were telling her, like the staff, you got to pipe it, you know, bring it down, relax. Oh and she's like, yeah, relax. That's Louis Guzman. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But okay, cool. That, was, that was like one of the funniest things that had ever happened to me. You know, that's so, so awesome that's yeah great. man anyways papa listen to me i am so happy to talk to you yeah. me siento that we just need to like next time you're in pr i'm gonna please let me know because me encantaría sentarme contigo and let's just have dinner and let's just have a laugh and let's oh, talk yeah, that, when, when are you there mija more or less so just, I know. I'm, I'm waiting to hear um uh, for a third season for the show i think probably um after right after easter si el, Dios, si el señor okay. lo permite so uh, april may june july of next year Right, cool. Así que un viajecito, un viajecito. No, I, you know what, you know what? Porque yo vivo en Vermont, yo te voy a decir algo. January, February, March, Crash Boat en Aguadilla is happening for me. Qué bien, qué este bien. frío y esta nieve, ataque. <laughs> pues sí. I really want to see you there. It'll be so so awesome to, to spend time no, with you no over Perfecto. And thank you both. Of course. Thank I you. love this conversation. Bien. You know, and um, I can't wait to give you both a hug. Yes. Igual, mi amor. You know? yeah, thank you for hanging with yes. us. This is great. Yes. Thank you. Anytime. Yes. All right. Un beso. Bye, brother. Cuídate. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. All right, brother. Adios. Bye. Adios. So awesome. Oh, my God. Do you understand that we were talking to an institution, to a living legend? A legend, yeah. Luis absolutely. Guzman, querido, respetado, and a phenomenal actor. And isn't he, like, lovely? You just want to hug him and be, like, his being. best friend. Everybody tells me that like, Luis Guzman, he's, like, your best friend. He is the, the most, the nicest individual ever. So what yeah. a, what an incredible honor. Thank really you, incredible Luis. journey, yes. Thank you, Luis. And, uh, and yeah. I have to work with him. We got it. I want to work with them too. I know. Amazing. Anyways, right. bye. Love, Love you. you. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to write us a review and tell us what you think. If you want to follow us on Instagram, check us out at he said, ella dijo, or send us an email, Eric and Ross at iHeartRadio.com. He said, ella dijo is part of iHeartRadio's My Cultura Podcast Network. See you next time. Bye. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección 
reducción adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnal20enespañol.com. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math and Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to, to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math and Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 